Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in. This is Ricky Schoonover of 8Z Real Estate, and you are listening to the Denver Homes Market Report, Denver's monthly real estate podcast. Yes, you heard that right. <laughs> I had an incredible opportunity to join 8Z Real Estate. You know, this company, they were born right here in Colorado. The story of 8Z began back in 2008. And if you remember the cliff, the real estate market was approaching back in 2008. Well, what a time to start looking at our industry and launching a company to identify the pinch points and then building a company from the ground up, taking every aspect into account and create a company which provides a seamless experience, not only for home buyers and sellers, but also for the brokers who are working underneath their umbrella. Now, the way they do this is to identify those brokens for the home sellers and home buyers alike then create ways to minimize and or eliminate those pains. And the result is a real estate company that you can really count on. Now, I won't get into all the programs today, but one good example is just, you know, it's proven time and time again that a home that is professionally presented, you know, fresh paint, newer floors, clean, minimally furnished, they sell faster and they sell for more money. However, sometimes a seller doesn't know where to start with all that and the contractors and the costs. So we've identified a pinch point and then eliminate it by offering our clients our concierge service, which not only connects you to my contractors, but it also takes care of the costs up front. This way you as a seller can benefit from your home selling faster and for more money. Now the alternative is selling your home to like a flipper or an investor who doesn't know your home and therefore they will need to pay you well below what it's worth so they can fix it up and, you know, in case anything along the way comes up that they weren't aware of, and then they sell it faster and they sell it for more money. But hey, it's your home. You know it better than anybody. You should reap the rewards of your investment. I'm incentivized by providing exceptional service to my clients. That philosophy is what I've built over the past 20 plus years and counting. So now I'm working with 8Z Real Estate and I look forward to working with you and being able to demonstrate how I've protected, perfected the process when it comes to buying and or selling your home. We'll do a deeper dive into these various programs on another show. Now today, I'm going to get deeply personal. This podcast you are about to embark upon is a story I've learned over the years when talking to my aunts and my sisters who have also picked up on these stories over the years as we were growing up. I've not shared this story privately, even with close friends, much less publicly. However, it's important. The reason it's important is you deserve to know why I do what I do and why I'm so passionate about changing people's lives. You know, over the past week or so, I've realized I've shared stories with you about my father, Bill Schoonover, specifically bringing up those stories from when he and I worked at the same cabinet shop together. Today, I want to bring you at least a small snippet of my mother, Suzanne Schoonover. You know, my father and I, we had a great relationship throughout our lives. I appreciate all the lessons I was able to learn from him. However, my mother and I, we've always shared a much deeper connected relationship. We were much closer growing up. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to squeeze in the life of Suzanne Schoonover in today's podcast but I'm going to attempt to at least give you a glimpse of where I've come from. Let's start with a flashback. We're going to go back to the 1950s. You know, my mother was born in the late 1940s. And, you know, in the 1950s, she was in middle school. And her home life was very difficult. I mean, her mother, my grandmother, Verna, she was very strict with her children. 
My mother's father, my grandfather, whom I never met, he was an alcoholic and abusive, both emotionally and physically. The family was also very religious, so much so that my grandfather kept a glass bottle of holy water on the fireplace mantle. And I've been told stories where my grandfather was having severe reactions to alcohol, some sort of withdrawal called DTs or delirium tremens. Imagine being a child and seeing your father screaming and hallucinating that he's being attacked by demons, grabbing this glass bottle of holy water and smashing it across his bare chest. This was Sue Schoonover's home life. So I've painted the picture. A mother who was very strict, a father who was an alcoholic, who was physically and emotionally abusive. So one day, after a very difficult weekend, my mother went to school. She went to a teacher she felt she could trust. She explained the situation and shared the emotional and physical abuse which her siblings and her mother were all enduring at home. And my, grandma, my grandparents were called in and my grandmother was so afraid of the repercussions. You know, she knew this would enrage my grandfather. In this household, you dare not reach out to anyone and express the home was anything less than a harmonious and loving home. My grandmother, you know, my mother's own mother, she downplayed the situation. She minimized the fears my mother expressed to the school. My, grandfa my grandmother went so far to say she felt my mother was not clear in her perceptions and that she was quote unquote mentally slow and maybe needed some extra support that would come from classes, you know, set aside from children who were, and I'll be sensitive here to say, with intellectual disabilities. This was not, of course, the term that was used in the 1950s. So my mother put her in special, her mother put her in special classes and even convinced her that, you know, that she was pigeon-toed and that she needed to wear corrective shoes. Okay, so now you know the type of toxic environment my mother grew up in. You know, back, in, back then, there were not, you know, as much information, as much research into learning challenges, such as like ADD or ADHD. You know, you hear this term, what makes, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Well, Suzanne Schoonover is one of the strongest humans I have ever met. And I'm not talking the size of her muscles, although, you know, she worked very hard and she was quite physically strong. However, her superpower was built within from her upbringing. And, you know, it was, she was the most determined. She was the most mentally tough person I have ever met. And beyond that, she was very kind to people. She had a special ability to connect. When you, you know, when you meet my mother, sadly, she passed away from complications stemming from pancreatic cancer, you know, back in April of 2013. However, she continues to guide me throughout my life. My mother taught me so much about people, how to love, empathy, and understanding. You know, throughout growing up, whether it was the local store owner, Mike, at Mike's Deli down there on the corner, or Naya, who was, her, her, she had a son about the same age as my nephew, and they were good friends. And Naya was a hairdresser, and she became friends with Naya. And through their first friendship, Naya would cut my mom's hair, and we all became family friends. In fact, years later, around 2006, Naya and her husband, Fawn, hired me to represent them in the cell of their home. So the lessons my mother instilled upon me are what makes me who I am today. My parents never owned a home. You know, I was born in San Diego, but we moved a lot. I mean, we lived in Idaho when I was like three or four. We would then move back to San Diego. 
only to like a year later, we moved to Gillette, Wyoming for a year or so, then back to San Diego. You know, this is where I was about to start third grade. And they gave me a placement test where the school said I wasn't ready for third grade. I mean, not surprising. Given all the moving around, I repeated second grade. This was only the beginning. You know, I must have went to five or six different grade schools. My parents separated when I was seven-ish. Um, I lived with my mom and my two sisters for a time. My father had moved to Houston, Texas, and I went and visited him over a summer one time, and then eventually moved to Houston and lived with him for a while. And uh, he and I then moved back to San Diego, and uh, eventually my parents did reunite when I was about 15 years old. So why do I share all this story with you today? I mean, why does it matter? When I really think about why it is I sell real estate, and I've been doing this now for 20 years, I realized something. I do not actually sell real estate. I, I don't just help people buy or sell houses. The reason I love what I do so much stems from the very first condo I bought way back in 2003. It brought me something I had never experienced in my life. Then as the years passed by and I was out there helping people buy and sell homes, I was myself along with my husband buying and selling homes together. As I mentioned above, my parents never owned a home. We always bounced around from one rental to the next. Five different grade schools, six different grade schools. I went to four different high schools. You know, it came to a point in time where my parents couldn't work full time anymore and they could no longer live to, you know, afford to live in San Diego. And we had family living out in Arizona around 2003. My sister and I scraped together enough money where her and myself, along with our, my brother-in-law, we were able to put a small down payment on a house out there in Arizona. My parents were able to cover the mortgage, but due to their bad credit and lack of savings, we bought the home for my parents so they would have a place to live out the rest of their lives, which they did. See, I'm not out there showing homes, meeting clients, consulting them. I'm not out there helping them buy or sell houses. I get up each day with a much bigger purpose. You know, I, I meet a young couple buying their first home. I think back to what that felt like for me. My first condo, you know, it was about 500 square feet. It's one bedroom, one bathroom outside of San Diego. There's this sense of security. There's a certain stability. The idea that this is your space, not someone else's, that you're just using while the owner enjoys all the benefits of owning that property. This space is mine. I can change out the floors if I wish. I can paint it pretty much any color I want. The payment is much more stable. I can sell the home if I want. I can rent it out if I choose. This is freedom. This is as much of an emotional support as it is a financial tool. And from that, my life is forever changed. When I then meet that couple, help them sell their first home, they are ready to move into their dream home. They make the realization that that first starter home brought by way of you know, financial stability, they are now ready to expand on that. They realize that owning at home, it wasn't as scary as they thought it might be. They now have some equity from their first purchase. They're qualified for more money. They have you know, some money to leverage for a down payment. Maybe they're planning to start a family or just otherwise need more space. See, I don't really sell real estate. It's just merely the platform that provides so much more than a roof over our heads. There is a steadiness that overflows into all aspects of our lives. Our mental stability is just as important as our physical stability. There's a confidence that takes over of us in our work life, our personal life. And for the first time in my life, 
I found clarity in what I wanted in my relationships, in my profession. You know, that first starter condo was the catalyst for me going back to school, getting my real estate license. And in fact, my cousin, who was a fairly new realtor at the time, he helped me buy my first condo. It was my cousin, Ronnie Schoonover. He encouraged me to get into real estate. And I also want to give a quick shout out to Ron. You know, he's just about a year or so younger than me, and he came down with a pneumonia, and he's been on a ventilator and sedated for like the past 15 days. He's in ICU. He's getting better each day, but, you know, he's currently in the battle of his life. I love him so much. Hang in there, buddy, and just keep breathing. You're going to come out of this even stronger. You know, Ron's a pretty amazing guy, and I know he'll power through this. But this is why I sell real estate. The emotional strength, the stability, the sense of belonging, the idea that I can buy what has traditionally and continues to this day to be one of the best investments that one can make for themselves and their family. There's this misconception out there that once you buy a home, that's it. You're stuck there. You know, you can never get out. But I've learned over the years, this is just not the case. You know, you always have options. In fact, you may have more options and likely more financial leverage within those options because you do own your own home. And I want to help others find that stability that I've really never had growing up, allowing you to form, you know, relationships with those around you, finding that sense of community and knowing that, you know, where you belong. That's the value I bring to the table. You're not hiring me just merely to help you buy or sell a house. I mean, there are many realtors out there that can you know, do that for you. I bring a lifetime of lessons, some from my father, some from my mother. Some of those lessons were you know, the things my parents did right. And many of those lessons were the hard ones and the ones I hope to never repeat as an adult. Regardless of where the lessons came from, they are all what form the base from which I get up every single day in hopes of changing at least one more life for the better. You know, over the past 20 years, I've perfected the process to help my clients through whatever it is they're setting out to achieve. That brings me so much joy. My client's success becomes my success. On that note, we're going to close out today's podcast. This is once again, Ricky Schoonover, 8Z Real Estate. If you would like to continue this conversation you know, if you own a home and you're ready for your next chapter, or you've never owned a home and you're looking for someone who can help articulate what that first purchase might mean for you, give me a call. Let's go grab a coffee and talk about your journey. You can check out my website, denverhomesmarket.com, or just pick up the phone. Shoot me a text, shoot me a call, 720-688-5110. You have been listening to the Denver Homes Market Report. If you wanna hear more, Hit that subscribe button. Stay tuned.